Auto dealers, are you missing the most engaged buyers because you don't know where to find them? At eBay Motors, you'll find buyers so motivated, they purchase a car or truck once every three minutes. Just call 866-210-5362 and mention the code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months. Hello and welcome to Daily Drive. It's Tuesday, April 19th, 2022. I'm Jamie Butters, Executive Editor of Automotive News. Federal help for a graphite plant in Louisiana. BMW wants to turn the tables on Tesla. Another customer for Ford's electric van. And hey, a gas-powered car. Plus, the first look inside Rivian's supply-constrained Illinois plant a little later in the show. First, let's run through all the news you need to know to keep up in the auto industry. A Tesla graphite supplier has been awarded a conditional loan of up to $107 million from the Biden administration to help finance expansion of a plant in Louisiana. Australian minerals company Syrah Resources will use the money to expand its facility in Vidalia, Louisiana, to produce enough natural graphite-based active anode material for approximately 2.5 million electric vehicles by 2040. That's according to a blog post by the U.S. Department of Energy. The loan comes as the Biden administration seeks to create a domestic supply chain for electric vehicle batteries. The Vidalia facility plans to process graphite from Mozambique to become the first U.S.-based source of graphite anodes for the fast-growing EV and lithium-ion battery manufacturing industry. Graphite is a crucial component for lithium-ion batteries, but the U.S. is 100% reliant on imported graphite since China produces nearly all of the high-purity mineral needed to make the batteries, the Energy Department said in the blog post. If finalized, the loan would be the first from the agency's Advanced Technology Vehicles Manufacturing Program in more than a decade. While Tesla has moved in on BMW's reign as U.S. luxury sales champ, BMW intends to fight back, taking on Tesla's dominance as the electric vehicle king. Top executives from the German automaker saying last week that they are ready to bring out a fleet of EVs and aim to sell 200,000 of them globally this year. That's double the number it delivered last year. BMW sales chief Peter Noda telling reporters that Tesla had, quote, a unique selling point for quite some time, that's over, end quote. Last month, BMW launched a pair of next-generation electric models. The 300-mile BMW i4 Fastback takes aim at Tesla's Model 3. The iX, meanwhile, targets the midsize crossover segment. Notice says the order books are already full for both vehicles. Three more BMW Group EVs are planned for the U.S. over the next two years. However, BMW has some serious catching up to do. For the first two months of the year, Experian reports Tesla had more than 71,000 new vehicle registrations in the U.S. BMW had about 54,000. Ford has another commercial order for its electric transit cargo van. Penske Truck Leasing is purchasing 750 of the vans. The company expects to take delivery of the first batch of vehicles in the next several weeks. The first e-transit vehicles will be made available in Southern California with other locations around the U.S. phased in later this year. 
Penske says the vehicles will be offered both as a rental or a full-service lease option for its customers. And Chevrolet says it will launch a new Trax subcompact crossover in 2023. Production of the current model will end late this year. The new model, like the current version, will be a gasoline-powered small entry-level crossover. Output of the new Trax is slated to begin in the first half of next year. U.S. sales of the tracks tallied about 5,800 in the first quarter. That's down 66% from a year earlier. And that's the news you need to know. Coming up, the view of Rivian from inside the plant after the break. The most motivated car buyers aren't knocking on your door anymore. They're online, but you don't have to look far. You can find them at eBay Motors. Our platform features over 7 million engaged users. Our buyers are so engaged, they enter over 3 billion search impressions per month and buy a car or truck every three minutes. Today's car buyer has high expectations when they browse online. eBay Motors helps you meet those expectations. Use machine learning with our AI-driven vehicle pages, and you'll automatically optimize your buyer's experience. It's as easy as listing your inventory and watching as the most engaged buyers find you. If you've ever uploaded your automotive inventory to a website, you have more than enough skills to get your cars listed on eBay Motors. It will feel like you're setting up an entirely new car dealership within minutes. Once you list your available inventory, you'll have additional support from the platform, including a single destination page for your entire brand. Want to generate more sales automatically? eBay Motors lets you choose between auction, classified, and fixed-price listing options so the site does the heavy lifting. It even integrates with your existing dealer or vehicle management system. All you have to do is list your inventory. Sit back, relax, watch a movie, and then check back in to see the sales you've made. How do you start? It's as simple as creating an account. Call 866-210-5362 and mention the code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months. Find out why selling cars has never been this easy. That number again, 866-210-5362. Welcome back to Daily Drive. I'm Jamie Butters. A shortage of a few key parts is keeping Rivian from ramping up production. But the company's CEO, RJ Scarringe, says the slow, near-term output doesn't threaten Rivian's bright future. The EV startup estimates it will make about 25,000 vehicles this year. That's about half what it could produce with adequate parts supply and one-sixth of the plant's structural capacity. That will make only a dent in the backlog of demand. The company has 83,000 reservations for its R1T pickup and R1S SUV, in addition to Amazon's order for 100,000 electric vans. Our Lawrence Iliff, we call him Lonnie, was among a handful of reporters to tour the factory and adjacent facilities. Despite the supply chain challenges, he reports that Scaringe is upbeat about where the company is heading. I reached Lonnie after he was back home in Silicon Valley. Lonnie Iliff, welcome back to Daily Drive. It's great to be here. So you were just in Illinois at the Rivian plant. Um, what's going on there? How's, how's, how are things coming? Well, it's kind of, it, it's, it's interesting because when you're in the outside world and you're reading about uh, all the, you know, uh, part supply problems and the chip problems and Rivian's, you know, stock price being so low, um, you know, you get a sense that things are going uh, poorly. 
But then when you go there, you see they have, uh, you know, a modern factory with capacity of 150,000. And, you know, you walk through it and it's functioning and it's bright and it's modern and it's automated. And they have like this fantastic painting process. And, you know, the CEO, RJ Scaringe is, you know, showing you all the cool stuff. And at one point he's like, that's somebody's car. That's what makes me happy then, you know, you really get a sense that this is a company that really wants to launch and get some momentum, but is just being held back because, you know, mostly, you know, chips, semiconductor chips. And then they said there's some other things, including um, wiring harnesses out of Mexico. So the, the plant itself is amazing. Um, it was a Mitsubishi plant that they completely revamped to put like tons of money into to have the most, you know, modern processes and uh, 5,000 workers. Um, that's all impressive, but you also get to the sense that they really would like to, you know, soar and just be cranking out those trucks, SUV, and then obviously two versions of the Amazon van, uh, smaller and larger. Lonnie, you mentioned the 150,000 vehicles of capacity. Uh, they're not anywhere near that, are they? How are they coming along toward that? I mean, their, their original desire was to ramp to at least 50,000 this year. That's what they're saying that they could produce if they had enough parts um, on their way to 150,000, obviously, right? Um, mm -hmm. But now they're saying most recently that it's only going to be 25,000. Um, this year, and if you look at um, their reports, the first quarter, they were about um, 2,500. So, you know, that's 1,200 a month. But, you know, they say it's getting better, right? It has to at least average, you know, over 2,000 to get to the 25,000. But one thing that um, I heard in the factory a lot was we could do 2X, we could do 3X, we could do 4X. Eventually we can do 6X of what we're doing now, you know, and a real desire to be able to get to those higher numbers. So Rivian has these uh, short-term supply issues. What's their medium-term plan if chip supply improves, you know, in the second half or early next year? Yeah, like, so in the, in the, in the background, they're already working on things like, um, rather than the launch edition is kind of the, the fancy model, right? With four motors and yeah. then one battery size, which is called large and is the medium size, right? And then they're working on a dual motor version um, in which they want to make their own motors, right? Rather than get them from suppliers. And then they'd have two more battery options, a lower battery, uh, smaller battery, and then an like an extra large battery. Um, so they're working on that for both the R1T and the R1S, right? They're looking at, uh, I mean, they, they're ramping their battery production um, in terms of they receive the cells, right? And then they, they, they put them in packs. They're looking at um, building their own batteries, right? So that's something they want to do um, in the medium term. They and then kind of a, a little further out, maybe from the medium term, uh, depending on how you define it, they have a second platform, the R2 platform, 
um, which would be smaller crossovers and kind of a more affordable market, right? Because they mm-hmm. started $67.5 for the most inexpensive truck, right? So I guess probably maybe they're looking to get down um, you know, below 50000 They haven't said that, but that's what I'm, right. I'm guessing, but kind of to a more... Um, you know, have some entry level vehicles because obviously their their long term plan is to be a major um, global automaker. So you mentioned the current pickup. Uh, you got to drive one on the. They have a test track and an uh, on road and off road driving. What was what was the pickup like? In the wheel? It's really great. You know, it's. Um, it's a it's a really impressive product, and the ones that have been you know out in the wild have been bought by influencers and stuff. And you can see just you know fantastic videos of off road and stuff. But when you drive it, you just realize that it um, it has an air suspension, so you can lower it down, right? And then it drive it on a, a, a on road track, and you know it feels kind of extremely sporty for a truck, you know, low to the ground. Um, very compliant. And then um, there's a middle level and then you can, you know, um, drift it through sand and stuff. And then there's a higher level and we, you know, climb some pretty big rocks and some really amazing stuff. And it's just, uh, it's one of those vehicles that does a lot, right? It, it could be your daily car and it could be your daily truck. Well, man, that grill setup is so cool. Uh, I guess I'm a little anxious, you know, especially if you're going to go climbing over rocks, if you're going to take it camping, um, you know, that you can pull it out, use it, you know, and slide it back in, you know, 500 or a thousand times. Um, But did you get to see it in action? Do you trust it? Yeah, I did see it in action Um, for the media. You know, they, they cooked a meal with it and um, it is designed specifically for the truck. So they have a supplier and they're actually, um, there's a shortage of the, of the camp kitchen right now. So if you, if you got your truck, you might not get your camp kitchen until later, they would like send it, but the way it's, so it's designed, it's a custom piece that fits in there and slides out and doesn't rattle around a lot. So obviously we'll see with time, but, one thing I've learned from Rivian, you know, if you look at the way they've designed things for the trucks, the little details, um, it, it seems like they're very good at it. Well, the supply chain woes never stop. The, the struggle is real. It's not only wire harnesses and uh, computer chips, but even the camp kitchens are in short supply. Yeah, I mean, it's everything. Even, <laughs> even you know, Tesla over the weekend said that they're not going to include, uh, you know, the the basic charger that comes with their vehicles anymore. And so <laughs> it's because they can't get them. They're sold out. But also Elon Musk says that, you know, they um, people don't use them very much. And then everybody on Twitter and social media said, of course, we use them. You know, it's it's like having a spare tire. Right. It's just a level one charger. But you can use it as your main charger. You can use it as an emergency charger. And so um, that's just another thing that they're taking out of cars. And so, um, like you said, the camp kitchen, it's just not in supply. They're going to have to ship that later. And Hmm. this is, you know, it was like we talked about in 2020 and 2021, everything was COVID, COVID, COVID. And now everything's supply chain, supply chain, supply chain. Right, Um, right. 
So a lot of people ask me about the Amazon trucks. I think uh, I feel like a lot of folks who aren't really following it closely believe that all Amazon trucks already are these electric uh, vehicles from Rivian. Um, and of course, that's not the case. But what is the status on these trucks? Are they are they coming soon? Are they going to be a big part of the fleet in a in some time frame? Have they laid that out at all? They have not said of like the 3,500 vehicles that they've produced since September when they opened and launched their factory. Um, they haven't broken down um, the models, right? But we know that the R1T at the factory, that's what they were building. And they said that they, you know, bring in some of the R1Ss and then the Amazon trucks have a different assembly line. So you can see, you know, the Amazon trucks in different states of assembly, you could see fully assembled ones. Um, but when I asked them, I said, are these you know, being delivered? Are they out on the road? I didn't really get a straight answer. I got the answer that, yes, there's some out on the road, but you know, Amazon had already um, announced like a pilot project and people have seen them, you know, in San Francisco and some other markets in which they're, doing some testing and stuff. So I don't get the sense that there's a lot of them out on the road, right? Yeah, yeah. And they're not really, um, with such limited capacity, they're not really uh, giving a lot of insight into how they're going to break it down. If it's going to be 20,000, you know, 15,000 R1Ts, 5,000 S's and 5,000 frames on or, or what, uh, they're just not, not spelling that out yet. They're not spelling that because obviously, you know, it comes down to, you know, wiring harnesses and semiconductors. And one thing they did say was that um, they worked very closely with Amazon. Uh, uh, Skarin said that um, the CEO at one point, uh, he said, you know, a lot of people may not realize how closely we work with Amazon. We work with them all the time. You know, we're in constant contact with them um, as they roll out, you know, the two different van formats. And so um, it sounds like whatever plan they have for Amazon that, you know, Amazon's on, on board and, you know, they'll deliver the trucks according to whatever schedule they've come up with. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. They, if you think about what is it, Amazon ordered a hundred thousand trucks uh, they've sold how many thousands of, uh, or have so many orders, you know, it's a lot of uh, backed up demand. I guess it's good for them that they're, investor slash partners at Amazon are, are being patient and are, are, are feeling that they're in sync. Yeah. And, you know, Amazon did order some trucks also from electric vans from Stellantis. And, and when I asked about that, the CEO of, of Rivian, he said, you know, there's a, there's enough market for everybody. We feel really good. And, you know, you get the sense from him that he feels like we have a massive addressable market. We have a fantastic product. We have this beautiful new factory. We're building another factory. We're working on bringing stuff in-house and building our own batteries and making sure we have enough raw materials for batteries. But, you know, this is just a short-term moment. This is just something that has to be, you know, all the automakers have to get through. And then you really get the sense that Rivian expects to have just like massive momentum into the future. Lonnie Eilif, thanks for your report. Thank you very much. That's Daily Drive for today. I'm Jamie Butters. You can get the latest news on EVs, factories, and everything happening in the auto industry at autonews.com. Thanks to Nathan Kadick for editing today's show. 
Thanks to the ANTV team and web editor Victor Galvan for their help. And thanks to you for listening and making this show part of your daily routine. Now let's all get back to work. <laughs>